Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, review heads. I'm your host, James Gangle, and I'm here with Brandon in NYC and Alex in Mexico City. Say hello, boys. Hey, hello. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, you are listening to One Two Review, the podcast where we talk about movies and more importantly, we rate movies in the simplest way possible. We give them one point if we don't like it, we give them two points if we do like it, and as soon as we get to 20 points, we're done. With that said, let's kick that in. One, two, All right, folks, the first movie we saw this week is called Screen Burners. This is a Frankie Doherty joint from 2016. Stars Danny McBride, Jude Law, and Will Ferrell as three hackers brought into the Pentagon to solve the biggest case of mistaken identity ever. Uh, This film was, uh, well, I don't know. I've got some thoughts. Do you guys have any uh, opening thoughts about this film? Well, here's what I'm going to say. I wish I saw this when it came out in 2016 because I feel like the audience would have been more diverse. We happened to catch a screening recently at Mocha, and I guess the main conceit of the film is it's interactive. You use your smartphone. So when we went to go see it, there happened to be a very particular audience, which changed the outcome of the film. Yeah, that's it. This is the weird thing about these interactive movies. Okay, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure story. So you might get to a, a sequence where it's like, okay, how do they get information from the terrorist? And you'll have a bunch of options pop up on your phone, like torture him, tickle him, tell him jokes, give him truth serum. Unfortunately, we were in an audience with like a, a bunch of 13 year old girls having a like a a, a party. And so every time they went for like kind of the rom-com suggestion. So here I think uh, was like Wine and Dine. Wine and Dine the Terrorist. Yeah, this movie uh, was not fun for me. We we basically were going in there hoping to see this, you know, exciting action movie. And every time we got a choice on the screen, we got outvoted by Claire's birthday party. And it yeah. was nonstop. Even when we walked over there, James went over, tried to talk to them, tried to reason with them, asked them if mm-hmm. we could – they could join us in making some decisions, but they were kind of kind of bitches. See, here's agreed. Look, here's the weird thing about this movie. Okay, it's billed as like an action thriller, but really, with the amount of options they have, they could have billed it as as almost any genre under the sun. Mm-hmm. Maybe we only were in tune with the advertising that was an action thriller. Maybe they advertised it as a rom-com, you know? This movie is so open for interpretation. Well, that's the thing is, no, they did. They had they had advertisements, because I watched cartoons on the weekend, and during my cartoons, they had ads for this film that made it like a kid's PG comedy. But the ones that we were watching when we were on Twitch, those things were like the violent possibilities of this film. And so I think this film's amazing in that it has so many of these options but you're right, James. It depends on who you see it with. And you see it with Claire's birthday party, you're going to get what we got, which was yeah. a crappy film, in my opinion. Now, I got to say, guys, I, I think that the 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 days of uh, choose your own adventure movies or these interactive movies have got to be short lived because you got to think you're they're making like six movies, basically. Right. Because yeah. if you follow the, the, the horror genre, think about the amount of time and special effects and different um a comp- a music composition. I mean, that's money, right? This movie took two years to make. That's why we haven't seen Danny McBride, Jude Law, or Will Ferrell, because they kind of sacrificed themselves to this thing. And so I was really hoping to see some of that exciting stuff. I wanted to see Will Ferrell in, in the action sequences because he looks ripped. The guy, like, busted his ass getting into shape, and then I didn't even get to see it. Yeah. My hat's off to those actors, though. I mean, I was 
generally surprised at how well they pulled off some of those romantic comedy kind of situations. It was very good. They were good right. at that. Like yes. for for Jude Law, that wouldn't have been a stretch. But uh, Will Ferrell really pulls off the the. I mean, sweet to the point of saccharine, and uh, yeah, that, that's exactly right. Like I would have loved to see what what Jude Law would have done with like a pure slasher genre. Maybe that's it though. Maybe maybe there is some financial possibility for this because you want to go back again and again to see the different genres of the same film. I mean, yeah, but not if it's Claire. Well, if you Claire's just got to bring more friends. Bring more friends than Claire. Yeah, right. Man, that was the biggest birthday party I've ever seen. That I've never, crazy. like, I never yeah. had that many friends growing up. Is that what parties no. are like in California? And the hats and the cake and, like, them not giving us any ice cream. That was messed up. No, and they had like, so much ice cream. Like, everyone in there except us got cake and ice cream. Yeah. No, I mean. She and, was a uh, brat. The, she was a brat. She was a brat. No, you said it right first. She was a I, I can't say it, but you, I know, I know what you're, yeah, for sure. She was Terrible. a bitch, man. She was a mean, mean girl, and I hated her, and, and she ruined this movie for me. Anyway, you guys ready to rate it? I am. I am. I want to give it two points, but the film I saw is a one-point film. So, one point. I think just rating the film that I saw, I have to give it one point. But yeah, much like you, Alex, I wish I could give it two points because I think under there, there is a good movie. Uh, we just didn't get to see it. So one point officially. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go a slightly different way just because I agree that the movie I saw was a one point movie, but I'm going to see it again, which is the marks of a good movie. I'm giving it two points. All right. I wish I'd given it two, but I only gave it one. So that is four points for 2016's Screen Burners. Definitely a cool idea. So each week I want to review, we have a different way of keeping score, and this week is no different. This week, because it's wintertime, we've decided to give you the top 20 best sledding spots in the USA. Well, actually, North America okay, as well. Can, There's a couple can, Canadian sorry, ones in there. Alex, can I just jump in here? Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm in L.A. currently. There are no sledding spots. So I want to kind of maybe get something that I might be able to make use of right now at the time the time we're in. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Uh, so hypothetically speaking, if someone um, died at your party, uh, uh, in whatever manner, whether it be falling off a railing or, or whatever, having a heart attack. Anyway, you have a body. How, how do I just dispose of a body? Oh, like 20 top ways to get rid of a body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, man. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. I like Can to I brainstorm. A, let me get a pen. Okay, go for it. Uh, Hypothetically speaking. All right, cool. Hypothetically speaking, you got a dead body in your house. I would say, number one, call the police. Call please. Tell them what happened. Easy. And they'll get rid of that body. So for my one point, uh, call the police. Okay, no. I, yeah, go ahead. Um, no, because for me, uh, if I'm just uh, off the top of my head, I've seen some movies So I, uh, and TV. I'm going to go maybe Breaking Bad style, dissolve it in a tub for one point, and uh, then uh, maybe Hannibal Lecter style uh, and feed feed the body to guests that come over. Sure. Cool. Two. Does seem efficient. I only have to give one point. I'm going to say, what do you do with a body? You bury it. Duh. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay. Great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Oh, let's kick it to a sponsor. Sleep shoes. Studies have shown that sleepers who wear shoes are twice as productive in their dreams. Don't let your dream time be your downtime. Sleep shoes. 
You want to talk a little bit about uh, yourself, James, when we as we come back, as we ease into the next movie? Oh, sure, sure. It was a great party last night, guys. I wish you were here. I, I had made my first... I'd, I've never made sourdough before, but someone gave me, like, that yeast starter. And so I made a couple of sourdough loaves, and people really enjoyed it. Sweat is what makes sourdough great. Yeah. Was Davey over there? I haven't talked to Davey in a bit, and he's not answering phone calls. He was not here. Never would, never came. He said he was going to roll over there, but... He loves sourdough. He sure does. He's a sourdough boy. Man, I can't yeah. wait to see him. Um, cool, great. But the loaves were delicious. They were delicious. Uh, you know what? Enough about that. I got. I got. A, I saw a movie, guys. We all saw this movie, and uh, I, I mean, I don't want to bury the lead here. Uh, so, how, how about I just introduce our next movie? Let's do it. Cool. Uh, well, we all watched uh, a documentary by Wade J. Griggs, also made in 2016. It was called Brown's Way Down. Okay, so in this documentary, Stuart Brown from Portland goes undercover to the Deep South to prove that racism is over in the United States. So he goes down with this pure spirit thinking that America is better, and it it turns out racism still exists. Wow, this movie blew my mind. This is so incredible that he truly believed racism was over because, I mean, as we know, it's not over, and... It starts off with literally the first scene. It's pretty clear that racism is not over. Yeah, this guy is very sheltered. This Stuart Brown character, uh, not character, real man from Portland, Oregon, is so, so white sheltered, it felt like. Yeah, he seemed very naive, very naive. Yeah, because it, it, like as Brandon said, it, it happens in the first scene, which is which is funny because like so he he lives in Portland and again must be very sheltered because the first thing he does is hail a cab to the airport and uh, the cabbie starts going on about you know because this is right at the time of the U.S. election is uh, about building that wall you know and being all behind Trump so like in Portland racism still existed he didn't have to go far to realize that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't looking for it yet. Well, this is the fucked up thing is watching this film. He ignores there is racism against, like you said, Latinos and and that Chinese woman. And he doesn't seem to real. he's looking for racism against African-Americans. And he doesn't even and he finds that for sure. But he doesn't even see the other stuff it felt like. Yeah, it's like he's colorblind, except if it's black or white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I Um, guess is... Does that make sense? There was anyway. some horrible stuff in this film. That the the when he goes to that white supremacist group and that guy Jack Johnson is leading that conversation. I don't even want to get into it, but that made me very uncomfortable. This whole film made me very uncomfortable. It's a yeah, lot and of si- and he sits through it. And so for for a long time, uh, you know, Stuart Johnson uh, is trying to say, you know, like no, the, what these guys are speaking in metaphor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, 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 uh, uh, he keeps relating it, it, it to the Bible. Like, it's, you know, it's all metaphoric, but yeah, like, it, it's not that the black is bad. It's like, it's like there is a darkness in our soul. And it's like, no, nah, those people are literally talking about race. Yeah. When he goes fishing with Chert White, like, that can't be any more obvious. No shirt, shirt. Seems like, no shirt, shirt. And it's like, geez, that stuff's going over Stuart Brown's head. Yeah, and I feel like I'm bordering on racism now, but like, uh, if your name is Chert White, I would be very surprised if you were an open-minded individual. And turns out uh, he's not. 
No shirt shirt has a closed mind for sure. I mean, I mean, so, okay, so it's easy for me to talk shit and talk about how this movie is, how dumb this guy is and how bad. So the premise is he was trying to go down there to prove racism doesn't exist. It certainly does. But I think more the point of this film is Wade Griggs, the director, filming Stuart Brown, his point is not that racism exists. I think his point is that naiveness to racism is rampant in this country as well. 100%. It's a character study that's truly fascinating that, yeah, yeah, this is truly how some people's minds work. And uh, it's, it was eye opening. Yeah. And in that way, it's, it's really effective because you're like, who, who would, who believes that it doesn't exist? And it turns out that Stuart Brown does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And or his did, sister, or who did, comes or down. Did. Yep, yeah. his sister mm-hmm. for a minute or two, or not even a minute or two. His sister, who's in the film for a minute or two, doesn't believe it. Uh, and I think that again, I think this film is very smart because of that. At a yeah. first glance, it's a dumb film about an idiot. On a second glance, it's Wade Griggs's comment about idiots, and I think that's smart. Yeah, and how uh, you know what? In, in fact, how we're all kind of idiots because you know sure. I know I know that racism exists, but it's like you know basically I'm like the world is getting better and I do believe the world is getting better, but in some ways, you know, the world is still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I think this film, I think I might have a little bit of Stuart Brown in me still. And maybe that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I am not aware of how bad it actually is. Cause I think it might be not so bad. We it's truly do bad. all have a little bit of Stuart Brown inside of it. Us all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys got any more thoughts about Brown's way down? I kind of wish there was more of a conclusion. Like, it just kind of seems like at the end of it, I mean, clearly to us, yeah, racism exists. But even by the end of the movie, the best you could get out of him was like, uh, it might. Like, no confident yeah. yes. It ex- It was exactly. like, yeah, maybe. Like, uh, I don't know, dude. Like, really? Kind of crazy yeah. that he doesn't even switch it by the end. And you, and you wonder, like, what's he going back to Portland to report, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Failed. Okay, you guys ready to review this thing? Yeah, I'm giving uh, this thing, you know, when I first walked into it, it was a one-point film, but by the end, when I, you know, maybe started giving Wade Griggs, the director, a little more credit, I gave it two points, and that's where I settled. Yeah, I'm going to give it two points as well, only because, like, it, it I, I felt it was so dumb, but then I'm like, you know what, I, I, like we said all at the end there, there is a little Stuart in me, Stuart Brown in me, and I'm like, I think that is actually an important lesson. Yep. Yeah, uh, for me, yeah, this is a two-point movie. Um, check it out if you can see it. I don't think it's on Netflix, but um, if you happen to stumble across it, check it out. Two yeah, points. this film is hard to find. Thanks for finding this one, James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. All right, that is okay. six points, and six so uh, we're going to give you six more ways to dispose of a hypothetical body if you had a, <laughs> yeah. you had a body for whatever reason. Um, so for my two points, I'm going to say, this might be a little kooky, but uh, use it as an anti-theft device in your car. Uh, you put that body sitting up in that passenger seat, no one's going to mess with your car at all, day or night, you know, even at night, even more creepy. Uh, one thing I would say, probably only do that in the winter because in the heat of the summer, Ooh, rough. it's no good. Yeah, so like in L.A., like, yeah, he would start to stink. Yeah, so I wouldn't do it there. Um, so for my, and then for my second point, I'm going to go with classic, put them in a river. Put on those cement shoes, tie it to a cinder block, drop that thing, in a river la river might not work because it's mostly just an arroyo but uh but any other river would work i like it i'm just brainstorming here and you know sometimes i like to brainstorm about weird stuff but 
I'm gonna say, try to make friends with it. You never know. You want me to make friends with my, with a corpse? I want you to just consider it because if you were to make friends with it, you might respect it and think of it as more than just a corpse. Well, you wouldn't want to get rid of it at that point. It wouldn't be a, it would be a friend. Yeah, yeah, this is about getting rid of bodies. But anyway, okay, that, that's a point. Yeah. And uh, for my other one, maybe, I don't know, just spitballing here, right? Let's say mm -hmm. Weekend at Bernie's style, make a purpose. It's not really getting rid of it, per se, but using it, right? You're going to want to use right. it. Right, like reuse, re recycle, reuse, and the other R. Okay, uh, so I got two points to distribute here. I'm going to stick with the movie theme. Um, maybe I should Billy Bob Thornton style it where I give away necklaces with bits of the body inside it, uh, like like he did with Angelie Jolie. That's romantic. And Angelina Jolie, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or uh, maybe in uh, evangelical Christian it, burn it, and then just say that the person was raptured. Oh. Maybe. Who are you trying right? like, to fool? Other people, theoretically? What? I mean... Or hypothetically. Theoretically, no. I mean, no, of course, so, so hypothetically, everybody. You want to fool everybody. Uh, Including and, yourself and or no? I don't think there's this thing you can Drugs. Forget. Drugs. Drugs. Cool. All right. Uh, that is 11 points towards our 20, and we're going to have to take it to another sponsor. Oh, there it comes. Jelly pools. Own a pool? Want to fill it with something fun for a party? Our service can fill a pool with just about anything. Our strengths are puddings, jellos, liquors, and sodas, but we are down for anything. Let your imagination run wild. Really, anything you want. Brains, bacon, or blades. Plus, our service will clean and restore your pool to working conditions when we leave. Try us out at jellypool.com. Awesome. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, th there's a few bits of uh, sourdough bread here, pieces I think you'd call them, and uh, enjoying them with some melted butter. Ooh, that's a classic, just bread and butters. With the, if the bread's mm. good, mm, give me that. Maybe a pinch of salt yep. on top. Oh yeah, no, I mean there's, uh, there's salt in the bread, right? I, I baked that bread with salt. It's got some salt. Hand salt. Uh, hand salt? Sweat. So, yeah, you make bread with sweat. Uh, James, you've been a guest before. Welcome back. We appreciate you uh, joining us and lending your company for the hour. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just need something to distract you for a while. No, we appreciate it. And, you know, call us anytime you want to be on. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, not under the same circumstances. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm very glad to be here and just, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, get, get just be with good pals. Yeah, you know? hey, chill out, man. It's all good. <laughs> Dude, Nothing what is what right are you stressing about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just sourdough, dude. You're right. You're right. You're right. And sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, sourdough comes and goes. That's true. Uh, folks, we saw Unimaginable, the Daniel Day-Lewis story directed by Todd Haynes from 2019. This bad boy's not even out yet, but we got a sneak peek at it, and what did you guys think? 
great. I mean, first of all, I, I like these I like these movies that are concept movies. So we we get the story of Daniel Day Lewis, and they're played by these incredible actors. Like uh, Robert De Niro does uh, a chapter in uh, Daniel Day Lewis's Imagined Future. Okay, Dustin Hoffman does his current uh, his current period of life. Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I mean. There's so many different actors playing Daniel Day-Lewis and playing him so well. This is a well-done biopic, I feel. I feel that sometimes in these kind of movies that follow a person's life, there's definitely chunks that drop off, chunks that are uninteresting, whole swaths of their life that I feel could have been taken out of the film. Daniel Day-Lewis's story is fascinating from day one. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey plays him as a baby, which when I heard that, I had the same reaction I think any other human would have, disgust, fear, whatever. Mm-hmm. He he knocks out of the park. Because it's uh, not literal. He's not literally no. a baby. It's just Gilbert Godfrey, you know. Gilbert Godfrey, fully dressed as a man, but he is, you know, sitting in the high stool. He's putting peas in his mouth and he's fumbling with it. But he's pulling it off in this way that is not at all funny and honestly a little bit moving. It, it was very human condition. He knocks the primalness of a baby's actions and physicality like a boss. Yeah, you think it's just going to be ridiculous, but then you're like, oh my God, like Daniel Day-Lewis had a lot of stuff going on in his early years. He had some sicknesses. He had a a stomach thing that he was constantly throwing up. Yeah. He had an ailment, and that's something, you know, that was moving for me, something that was uh, inspiring. Yep. What I found interesting were there were, in fact, parts of his life that were left out because the actor didn't feel like the portrayals of him by the other actors were good enough because Daniel Day-Lewis did have the final say of what made it into this movie because he of course is still alive and this you know people are when they google him this is what's going to come up yeah it will reflect on him for sure but supposedly there were scenes where like Paul Blart was playing him and the, the director took really bold choices with like you know let's get these crazy actors playing the best actor and like let's goof it up a little bit but uh Mr. Lewis said no, no. No, no, he wasn't happy with it. Uh, that's a funny thing, too, because you had some great actors like, uh, sorry, uh, you had some great actors like Anthony Hopkins that played a part in his life, but it was also dropped from the film. Like, uh, they had um, Anthony Hopkins play part of um, Daniel Day-Lewis's life when he was doing My Left Foot, and uh, apparently Daniel Day-Lewis lost his fucking mind. better. Hated, hated. Uh, yeah, jealousy. Jealousy wow. did it. That's cool. I really want to see the uh, Blu-ray of this. The Blu-ray has all of the actors in it, too. Han Solo's was cool, though. I like that part. Yeah, where... You mean Harrison Ford? Is, is that his name? It's not. Yeah, it's, I keep telling you that. Yeah, the same with Paul, the same with Paul Blart. Yeah, that's, the, who's that's the actor that plays Paul name. Blart. Yeah, I wasn't going to correct yeah. you on that one, but Brandy got to stop doing Paul. that. Yeah, characters, characters are not are the actors. The problem that you might be facing is we just saw a film about an actor's life being played by different actors so i can understand yeah the trouble you might be yeah the line's kind of blurry but thanks for pointing that out it sure is uh do you guys have any more thoughts on unimaginable you know what i would have liked is um they go to uh daniel day lewis's imagined future as i said with robert uh, de niro <laughs> but the the thing is so so robert de niro plays him very realistically but daniel day lewis must be a very boring guy because it's mostly just um, Robert De Niro driving in the English countryside. Like, he's literally just driving. There's no one in the car. Mm-hmm. He's just looking at stuff, listening to a podcast. Yeah. So that was weird for me, too, that that, again, with the approval of Mr. Day-Lewis on this one, that's his dream. That's his hope. 
It's an imagined future. It's not even like, like he could literally be doing that now, but he's like, no, if you imagine yourself in 10 years, Mr. Day-Lewis, what do you see? Yeah, I don't know why, like you're saying, why isn't he just doing that now? He's waiting for his car ride? Yeah, what is he doing now? Does he not have, does he not have, you know, iTunes to play to me, the podcast Mr. Yet, Mr. Lewis just wants to have that unattainable future. Of course, he could be doing that, but it's then attainable. what is what is he to look? I know, but what is he to look forward to after he achieves that? You know, you keep that at arm's length. That way, you're never satisfied. You're always hungry. You know. I don't know, but that's a good point that this film might bring up. Is is what is the man that has everything? In in my book, Daniel Day Lewis has everything. What does he want at the end? He wants this thing that's attainable, but he's trying to keep it unattainable. I don't know. Yeah, it makes me think about my death. Hmm. What do you want? I guess I just want to drive around the English countryside, listen to a podcast. Maybe that is kind of everyone's best life. Snore. Not me. What do you want? I want to go into an air balloon with my cat and sail around the world feeding him cat treats. That might have been a better ending to this film. Um, I think we're ready to uh, to (laughs) score this movie. What do you think, guys? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to give Unimaginable, the Daniel Day-Lewis story, two points. I thought the acting was incredible in this thing. Incredible actors being an incredible actor, two points. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do that too, uh, two points as well. It's just so fun. E- even De Niro just driving around, like honestly, he's like, he's like the Meryl Streep of men. Um, I could watch him do anything. Uh, two points for sure. Uh, I, I kind of knew as soon as I saw DiCaprio doing uh, the guy from There Will Be Blood uh, that this was going to be a two-point movie, and uh, it just got better from there. So two points for sure. All right. Daniel Day-Lewis is the guy. His name's in the title. <laughs> I know. I'm just concerned now to use names of actors because you called me out on it. I just want to kind of keep that at arm's length. That is six, six points for Unimaginable four. 2019. That thing is coming out in theaters. It's going to win some awards. I'm pretty fucking sure. Check it out. So with those six points, we got six more ways to dispose of a dead body. I'm going to go embalm it egyptian style put that thing in a catacomb remove its brain bury it with all of its goods and services send it to the next life with style and for my second point i'm gonna say embalm it filipino style same thing but a lot more liquor baby okay how much embalming fluid does a like 180 pound body need Ooh, let me see um it's mass of the body one was to say 180 and it's a half yeah, of that is well you look that up i'm gonna say uh for my just two kind of theoretical things out there i've been thinking more about this whole weekend at bernie's thing and i was thinking you gotta mm. you gotta do that and then maybe take them to like a hairdresser or something and to just get him in a seat get him like in a waiting room kind of situation where he can be left alone until the end of the day when people, you know, have to deal with them, and you're not there. Right. Ooh, you could do that at a library. Ooh, that'd be a great spot, because he's got to keep quiet, and he's good at that. Or her. So the old, the old a... loiter body trick. Right. Second point? Great idea. Uh, second point, theoretically. Um, maybe just kind of let it be i mean what's the worst thing that's gonna happen mm. you know, stay in the carpet sure nature's 
nature's choice. Nature will take care of it. Might be nature cool to check. This is all hypothetical. I mean, I'm not saying I'm giving yeah. you good ideas. I'm just giving you ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, you know what? There is an idea that I think uh, it would work. Is um, I like I like the weekend at Bernie thing. But maybe I let maybe it's Christmas time and there's all those window displays up. Maybe I swap out a mannequin with the body. Oh, like a nativity That's scene. One. Yeah, a nativity scene. Maybe another one is I dress it in a Santa Claus suit, um, gremlin style, and shove it down a chimney, and then someone will assume that Santa came and and died in the, in the chimney. That's my favorite so far. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna okay. need two point six liters of embalming fluid for a body of one eighty pounds. Oh, thanks. Okay. Is that hypothetical shot. pounds or? I mean, that's literal liters for a hypothetical body. But I, non-hypothetically, do have embalming fluid. Not for bodies. I have it for a different reason. But I have a bunch of that shit left over. So if you need any, hit me up. That's for our listeners okay. out there. Um, we got another sponsor. Uh, we do? Uh, yeah, we do. Here it comes. Let's have it. Breen Dip. Made from real breens. Grown in real flower breads and fred real organic brat grano. You've tried synthetic Breen Dip. Now try the real thing. Not just Breen Dip, it's real Breen Dip. All right, folks, we're at 17 points. That means we need three more, so we're going to go with a quick snack review. It's time to snack. This week, we're not munching on some snacks, but we are munching on a music video. That's right, folks, we checked out the new Will Smith video. What did you boys think of it? Well, and just just to be clear, right, uh, it, this, isn't, this isn't Will Smith. No, this is the new uh, Will Smith. Yeah, the new Will Smith is a is not Will Smith at all. He's a new rapper. He's a he's a rapper called the new Will Smith. And he's good. Yeah, and he pays homage to Will Smith movies, which is cool. I loved it. I love the new Will Smith. I liked Will Smith as an actor. I liked him as a musician. I like this guy, the new Will Smith, uh, maybe more. I'm interested to see if this guy gets in the film. He already has his foot in the door. I mean, everybody knows that name. It's smart of him to just say, like, hey, this is my name, but I'm the new one. I'm better than the old one. I gotta say, he's giving the old Will Smith a run for his money. Yeah, the, the, the old Will Smith better get back into the game, because the new Will Smith is running away with it. Um, and he's got a kid, too. The new Jaden Smith? Yeah. If, if you guys could rebrand yourselves as the new somebody, who would it be? I would be the new Antonio Banderas. I want to be the new Anthony Hopkins. That's good. You? Uh, personally, I'd like to be the new Madonna. Nice. Oh, can I be the new new Will Smith? Ooh. Newer. Even nicer. Folks, we're going to leave a link to the new Will Smith video on our website, so you can check that out at www.12review.com. Also, links at, at our Instagram, at 12review.com. You guys want to give some points to the new Will Smith video? Yeah, I really need a few more points given out here. So uh, I'm going to give it uh, two points. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, all right. I will also give it two points. I'm excited for the weird world that we're getting into. Yeah, this is an exciting age. And um, I look forward to every day with each day's passing. Tomorrow's looks brighter and brighter. So two points. That's six points for that quick snack review. All right. So we got to give six points. Six more ways of disposing of a body. I love hypothetical games. Have you guys played any other games hypothetically? 
Uh, yeah, I've played uh, hypothetically. How do you um, uh, dispose of fraudulent um, tax receipts? Ooh, that's cool. I've played hypothetically. What what is this STD? Right, right. Hypothetically, somebody might be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've also played hypothetically. Um, how do I get my hand out of this toaster? Hypothetically speaking, uh, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I got to do some shady stuff. Hypothetically. Well, right oh, now yeah. we're talking I... about a body. And for my right, <laughs> for my two points, I am going to tell you a good way to get rid of a body is a Viking funeral. You strap it onto a boat. You send it into a lake. You shoot flaming arrows at it. Everybody wins. I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I'm going to do to get rid of the body is the old uh, mafioso trick of rolling it up in a blanket and throwing it in a dumpster. And uh, the second way I'm going to do it is uh, I'm going to take the body. I'm going to shove it into a potato gun, but one that's human size, a human gun. And I'm going to launch it into the atmosphere. Nice. Uh, another thing you can do with the dead body is right now, bodies are hot, and they're going for high prices on the dark web, specifically dark eBay. You can get eyeballs, you can get limbs, but uh, you can get full bodies, and that means you can sell full bodies. So check out the dark web. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm still trying to think hypothetical things here. This is difficult for me. I'm such like a literal, physical guy. And we'll go literal. Literally, I'd have to say you're gonna wanna get rid of it. Maybe like ask your friends what to do. Get some outside opinions. Uh, I guess I have another point. That would be uh, check the wallet. See if it's got any like in case of emergencies. Cause that kind of sounds like an emergency if there if someone were to be dead. That's very okay. good. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like you. Great. Well, that is all the points that we got for the day. That is a wrap on us over here. Guys, is there anything that else we got to talk about? We do have to tell folks about our hotline. You can call us up and let us know about movies, products, TV shows, anything that you want us to review. You won't be bothering anyone either because it goes right to a voicemail. That number, Brandon, is classic number you can never forget it one three four seven six nine nine zero zero six eight i do have to talk to you uh, maybe after record alex yeah for sure we also have to thank our sponsors rab for donating two dollars every month to get us through this thing and we also get a dollar each week from our good friend ryan's Thank you so much for also donating to us weekly, monthly, whatever it is. We appreciate it. I think it's monthly for sure. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I want his parents to know. Who? All right. Next week, we're going to be reviewing My Dad the Dragon Slayer, Yogi Centric, Fantasy Wagon, Madness Becomes Her, My Mom the Cat, Tailgaters, and Wilder Witch. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate your uh, just fucking swinging by and listening to us. Wasting your time with us, there's no better way. And James, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. 
so glad, guys. And uh, if you get to LA within the next 12 hours or so, uh, just come on by. Sounds good, buddy. All right. All right, Peace guys. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.